Welcome in to the Get Your Happy On Hour, featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to the Get Your Happy On Hour. I'm your host, Ricky C. Simmons. This is 93.7 The Ticket. You know something? I noticed today that uh, I was getting a lot of comments from a post that I made. And uh, it was a fairly positive post. I like doing positive posts. And, you know, the thing about it is I think positivity is actually catching on. I think people are getting tired of being negative. And that's a good thing because positive is good. It always has been. It always will be. It's just we got a little off track for a while. But again, welcome to the show. And uh, I want you guys to know I got a guest tonight. And we all going to learn from my guest tonight because I don't know a lot about her upbringing. But I'm getting ready to find out. Doctor, I can never pronounce your name correctly. So would you please do the correct pronunciation of your name? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome, young lady. Um, my name is Alia. Alia Khan. Alia Khan. Can I just call you Doc? <laughs> that's fine. Is that okay? Because yeah, I'll mess that up, I, and I don't want to mess <laughs> no one's name up. So, Doc, welcome to the show. I want to first of all say thank you for, I know you're a busy person. I mean, you got your plate pretty full, and you found time, and you made time, basically, to to come well, from Omaha, basically, to be on the show, and I appreciate that. I'm, I'm going to jump right in, Doc, because that's so much I want to hear from you and I want to learn about you. So I'm going to start off with where did you grow up? Well, first off, thank you for having me in the show. No problem. Um, I grew up in several different countries. Okay. So my dad is an engineer. Okay. So when I was two months old, he moved to a country called Oman, Oman okay. for a job, for a better job. Okay. So we were originally from Pakistan. Okay, okay. So he found a great job in Oman, which is a country in the Middle East. Okay. And it is on the borders of, uh, it borders with United Arab Emirates and Saudi Arabia. Okay. So it's um, back then in, in 19... Um, like 69, 70, 71 in, in, in that time period, it was, my, when, my, when my dad moved there, it was a desert. It's, it's a high-rise now. Oh, wow. It, it, so yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. So I grew up there until the age of 16. Okay. Then we moved to United Arab Emirates in Dubai. Wow. I stayed there for. Is that where you uh, went to school? Now you. So I went uh, to. So the schooling system over there in those countries was different. So the terms of like high school, elementary, were not used that over there. So we used. Um, it's pr based on UK, the United Kingdom, London, British education, like metric, and FSC. That's what it was called, but. 
So I grew up until age of 16 in Oman, and then I went to my pre-medical education in Dubai. Okay. Now, once you once you you did your uh, now, where did you actually do the medical? All your, I mean, because you you became a doctor at some point, right? So, <laughs> how did this all happen? So, throughout in our, in my family, there was a huge focus on academics right okay. from the beginning. So, when we were in Oman, life was pretty simple. Life life was school, home, home, school, grades. Well, you got 80%, now you got to do 82. You got 82, now you got to do 90. (laughs) Well, it's not good enough yet. 92 is what I want to see. And so it was just this whole focus. So my entire life was like, and all my siblings, and I I see pretty much mostly all my friends. Life was mostly about academics. Okay. And it was interesting because this is not what I saw here. In America, I, I mean, it's different here. Lifestyle is pretty different here. But there's, it's more creative here. Over there, I saw a lot of homogeneous, like homogeneity. Well, we, we were, t- speaking of that, we were talking before the show, and you said something about watching TV. Oh, right, yeah. I mean, <laughs> can you explain that to my audience? Because I thought, you know, I mean, it was, caught me off totally off guard you said you think i think you said your dad would cover up right so so like i said that the focus was hugely on academics and my dad bought a television and he used to cover it with a heavy clock like a blanket (laughs) (laughs) so he would take it off like i think he was trying to give us a statement that this is pretty special guys when you get to watch tv it's special so we would sit down there after having lunch and watch our dad taking the blanket off and really turning the TV on slowly like it was really special deal. <laughs> wow. Did now uh what kind of stuff did you watch? Did you watch cartoons? No, that's another thing. We did not watch cartoons. So we we watched news. That's all we watched, like the news of Pakistan in Oman. We were sitting there in the TV watching news. But no cartoons. So that was another surprise when I came here, which was like the lack of, um, you know, the cultural assimilation when, when two different people, you know, culturally combine. Right. This is what I saw when I talked with other peers or friends of mine that they grew up with cartoons, Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry, which yeah. I didn't grow up with. I so <laughs> now what, what age when, were you when you came to the United States? 27. I was 27 when I came here. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and you lived in New York first? So I came to New York. Um, so if we back up a bit, I w- was in Pakistan for five years of medical college, after which I went did the house job, which is called residency here in the United States. Okay. So I was there for six years, which was actually a huge awareness coming out of countries like Oman and Dubai, which are totally different than Pakistan. Pakistan is a democracy mm-hmm. and Oman was uh, most likely a kingdom, like a monarch so, yeah, gotcha. kingdom. And so I saw a different level of freedom in Pakistan and my grandparents. And that was the best part of my life. Like I lived with my grandparents for six years then I moved to United States when I was 27, and I came here for a visitation. 
I just came here to visit. Wow. And I liked it so much. I came to New York and it was just amazing to uh, see the high rises, different cultures, the diversity. So New York was totally different from anything you had ever saw? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. Well, when the excitement is over, like after a week or two, then it's, you know, the adjustment part starts right. to come in. Like, how, you know, you, it's, it takes a lot of adjustment coming from a different country mm -hmm. to adjust. Uh, speaking of adjusting, how was your language? I mean, wasn't there a language barrier when you first got here? Yes, so, there was, yeah. So, so was English very comfortable for you or not? Not really. When I came here, I, so it's interesting how we had English as a subject when we grew up. Yes. And they taught us grammar and vocabulary pretty good. Like my words that I know in English, I know them real well. That, okay, if I don't want to use pristine, I can use beautiful. If mm. I don't want to use beautiful, I can use pretty they right. taught us that they taught us the grammar but speaking english was not something speaking it wasn't very no, easy at first it was not it took me i think one or two years to get used to now that. you said something earlier b before the show too that uh you you mostly just hung with with pakistanians right so when i came to new york um i came uh, my uncle um picked me up from the airport and so I hung out with mostly Pakistani society and stayed in the culture. So you were just going to stay here for a couple of weeks or something and then go back? Right, that, right. That was the plan? I had a visa for six months, so I was going to stay here for six months. During that time, I, kind of, I liked it. I liked the place, and that's another thing. I saw the opportunity of, like, you know, as a doctor, there's a lot that I can do here mm -hmm. and give back. So, so how long were you actually in New York? I was in New York for a month. A month? Mm -hmm. Then where did you go after New York? So after New York, I went to California to see my sister. Okay. And I stayed there with her. And another nice experience. But still adjusting. Because they'd go out on a job in the morning. My sister and my brother-in-law, they'd go out on a job and I'd be home by myself. Uh, reflecting on life like okay now I'm, I'm a doctor I'm 27 I'm here what am I doing with my life right so things come to realization I decided okay if anything maybe I should just take the tests and see the tests that are the United States medical licensing exam that a foreign medical graduate when they come here they can take it and if they pass it they can do the training and then work so when you you did that in California, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So did you become a doctor or a licensed doctor in in California? Is that where you became? Right. Okay. I first so so you worked there for a while. How'd yeah. you like it working there? It's pretty different. Um, the work atmosphere in United States is much different. I have the only thing I can compare it to is Pakistan, which is uh, different. Okay. When you say different. I mean, can you tell me why it's different? I would say it's more organized, more poised, more well-defined, 
we live in a litigious society here and um, in Pakistan it's simple like somebody would come <coughs> with a cough or a cold you worry about the patient you worry you you over here you do worry about the patient but there's a lot more added over here like there's documentation there is how you document it uh, the paperwork. That. Yeah, paperwork. Is, okay. Yeah. I got you. Mm -hmm. So, if you had to uh, rate it, being a doctor here or, or where you come from, which one would you say has been your best experience? I'd say my best experience is here in the United States. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, it, it's also something to be said that this profession of medicine is really about giving giving to the society okay so wherever you work the end outcome is the same you're making your patients feel better right right whether it's here or pakistan and that is the ultimate goal and that's the ultimate goal yeah right mm -hmm. well you know i'll say this i mean i i admire your profession because it takes a certain type of person to be able to do what you do uh, I mean, if I understand correctly, you now work in the hospital here right. in, in Lincoln. Right, that's correct. Hey, <laughs> and I'm, I, I, you don't have to give me any detail because I don't really don't think I can handle that, but I know that you see a lot of different situations. Mm -hmm. And that's where I, I say I admire your profession because you got to have a certain mentality right to be able to be a doctor and that's not just here that's anywhere that's right yeah that's because mm -hmm. some of the stuff you have to look at i can't look at you know mm -hmm. and that's why i say i admire you um now you working here in lincoln how's that been have you have it's you it's the greatest opportunity i've had working it in lincoln. is very nice here in lincoln in the hospital that i work at is I would say that it's one of the best experiences I've had. Okay. And all along my professional career, I consider myself really blessed um, until I got here. And I figured everyone is so dedicated here in their work, so committed, so dedicated. I, I always say that if you work in a hospital and if you're comfortable to be in the same hospital as a patient, mm -hmm. that speaks volumes. Yeah, because a lot of doctors, they just treat you and give you a prescription, send you on your way. Well, your situation is a little different. Actually, after they get admitted, then that's, if I understand correctly, that's when they turn them over to you. Right. So it's what I do is a hospitalist. Okay. It's hospital medicine. So what it is, I'll, I'll try to define it, that if, like, if somebody comes to the emergency room mm -hmm. and they have to be admitted, they call hospital medicine team, and those doctors are called hospitalists. Oh, okay. So, so, so you, you don't, you actually work there in the hospital all the time? All the time. So do you guys work in shifts or? Yeah, there's shifts, right. right. Man, well, it's kind of hard to do that because, I mean, what if the, if, you may have some long shifts is what I'm saying. If a, if a person's sick and then yeah, you yeah, just got to stay. 
we do and and you know our trainings the doctors go through rigorous trainings that coming out of that training we're kind of used to of those shifts eight hour or 12 hour shifts is something you get used to it hmm well I mean, like I said, I, I admire the, the profession all the way around. I just think it's a very, uh, it's got to be rewarding when you help people. It's, it's very rewarding. Yeah, I yes. mean, that part, I, I, can, I can relate to that, but it's all the technical stuff. <laughs> I mean, you guys with the needles and see, I don't, uh, <laughs> that don't bother you? You just. No, no, it's part part of the process so you just walk in there and do what you got to do and with compassion yeah with care you know yeah well i tell you one thing i'd be real honest with you (laughs) i'm glad that you're doing it (laughs) 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 and i hope you continue to do it because uh we need more people to do that let me ask you this though when you were working uh so you was here during covid um, I was in California, was in California. during COVID. Okay, right. so it was pretty bad out there, like it was everywhere else. Oh yes. So yes. I know uh, I saw a lot of news clips where nurses were getting nurses, doctors, everybody was getting stretched pretty thin. Right. Because you know you was working long, long hours, and then when people got you know if they got diagnosed, then they'd have to take time off. So that major. It was a difficult time, but I know that people needed us. The society needed us. If somebody comes into the hospital, I mean, I was I was there with my coat, gowns, PPE, and all. I'm I'm there. Most of the doctors were there doing what they're supposed to do. Wow. That's just how. It's that's just our training that ingrains us. Like just that's built in to it's like a soldier almost it's mm-hmm. we're not soldiers but you can compare it to well that you're on the front line right right so mm-hmm. yeah it is a lot like a soldier but mm-hmm. you know what you guys did it now after so when did you actually come to lincoln then oh so i moved from california in 2021 okay to okay mm-hmm. so you've, you've not been here very long but no. but you like it i love omaha you love. Yeah, I love Omaha. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, you like the snow and all that too? <laughs> well, I like the people in okay. Omaha. You don't like the weather. You just like the people. Uh, not really. I but, but you know, if let's say if if it's snowing outside and I'm not working and my shift it's not on and I'm off, I enjoy it. I enjoy watching it with having a cup of coffee in the house. Yeah. But if I have to drive. <laughs> 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 Well, you don't feel bad. I mean, I, I'm originally from Texas, so I had to adjust as well. But I've been here a lot longer than you, so I have adjusted to the weather. But it's, it's definitely, uh, it takes some getting used to. Right. And life is all about adjustment. One right, right. After the other. Right. And, that's, and you know what? That's a fair statement. I, I got to give you that. That's a fair statement. You know, I just, I'm sitting here thinking about some of the other questions that I want to ask you. But uh, I think we're going to get ready here in just a few minutes and take a break. And uh, I got some more questions, so do not move. And, hey, don't y'all go nowhere. I'm finna ask some questions, man. 
stay tuned. 93.7 The Ticket to get you happy on out. We'll be right back. <laughs> 